listening to a cool truth podcast production What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Cool Truth, baby. Cool Truth Podcast Productions. Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Radio Network. Whatever you want to call it. With me, the co-host, my two buddies, Mr. Whitehouse. What's up, my brother? Good evening, everybody. And as always... The executive producer and mastermind behind Cool Truth Podcast News, <laughs> the one and only Mr. Hollywood Jeff Edwards. What's up? Well, what's up, everybody? Hey, there's, since I'm the mastermind, there is a new episode out. You should go listen to it as soon as we're finished here. True to Should. Handle. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Awesome. I listened back to it. It was good. I, I listened it. to uh, about 90 minutes. I got a little bit ago, but I listened to most of it. It was really good. Speaking of really good... Uh, yeah. AEW Dynamite, the Jekyll and Hyde nature of AEW Dynamite, uh, I would say continued once again. We, uh, we've we been discussing the ratings. The ratings are climbing, which is a good sign for them. Um, still not more fans. They didn't show the fans a lot either tonight. And they had a lot of their wrestlers in the front row with masks on again. Um, it's very strange. Like Some weeks they have them, some weeks they don't. Some weeks they're showing a ton of fans, some weeks they're not. Uh, it's really strange. Um, we had a random Tony Khan appearance on the show, which was interesting. Um, overall, a good show. We got some. Uh, we got a lot of wrestling, uh, which is cool. Uh, good matches. A um, couple, couple of mild surprises. Nothing too crazy. Uh, we had a wild last match, which uh, I'm sure we're going to spend a lot of time on. Um, but White House, overall, your thoughts? AEW Dynamite. Uh, it's funny, Edwards and I were talking about this before you hopped on. Uh, two weeks in a row. I mean, uh, if you look back in your mind, can you remember an AEW Dynamite two weeks in a row where it, there's more good than than bad? So I don't want to jinx it, but are we headed down a different direction going forward? I actually thought was, this week was better, too. Better than last week. Right. I, I, was, so. was all out... Uh, a, a rude awakening for Mr. Tony Khan. That's well, I, what I, I, I... I think we would look at it that way, but the 50% that like it may not. Um, right. Hollywood, your thoughts about AW Dynamite September... What are we? 15th? September 15th, yes. 16th. 16th. September 16th. I, it's right in front of me and I miss it. September 16th. I thought it was good. I thought it was a fun show, and I agree. I think something is changing or has changed. It feels like it's more consistent throughout, and we're two weeks in a row here, so hopefully it keeps going. Like White House said, I'll knock on wood, too, with you. Uh, I hope it continues, but, man, I don't know if if somebody's in his ear or got in his ear or what, but it, it definitely feels less erratic, less schizophrenic than usual. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. It was definitely less schizophrenic. I mean, you started with wrestling uh, again, which has become a theme for them, which I, I, I don't think anybody on this show is against, which is I think it's a it's a good thing for the most part. Actually, though, it did, but it didn't. It did really didn't. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Which, which I liked. A, they had a little right. bit of a set. Right, right, true. Uh, but me, well, they didn't start with like a 20-minute talking segment. They did a right. little something, and they got to a match. So it was kind of like a both. I get, I get, I guess I, could, I get what you're saying. The one thing I'll ask before we get into the segments, and White House will read us off the segments, and we'll go from there. Before we get to that, we get a Tony Khan experience. And the reason why I say it's interesting, it was interesting that he's sitting like in gorilla back there with his t-shirt on like probably how he does every every show and not like maybe in the back with a suit on like an executive or something you know what i mean i i just found that strange the way it went down and when they when they first showed him i'm like is that tony Khan? and then they said it and i was like oh it is and they you know the bucks did what they did and uh i'm just like boy that was really weird I don't know how you guys felt about that. It, it, it was weird that he was going from never seeing him and yeah, now yeah, we yeah, saw yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was well. It was. It's weird to see him finally on TV, but I thought it was great because if they want to play this like a reality angle, then if the boss is finding them, it makes complete sense for him to be on camera. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, I don't and think you're it right. was weird it, that they showed I wouldn't up. Doubt that, I wouldn't doubt that he shows up like that every week. He probably just wears a t-shirt and jeans. And yeah. that's probably, you know, we're used to seeing Vince in Gorilla. You know, yeah. and he's yeah. the opposite, apparently. Right, right. And I, maybe that's what they were going for. I just thought maybe, mm-hmm. like, you know, for the, the sake of the story, he's an executive. I know he actually is an executive, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was just a different way to do it. Um... I don't. I don't necessarily think it was bad. It was just kind of weird. That's all. I did. It just. It threw me off for a second when the way it went down. But uh, White House, why don't you uh, bring us in and uh, bring us uh, to the whole story, and we could kind of expand upon that. Uh, how we opened uh, Dynamite here. <clears throat> yes, we opened with Jurassic Express from versus FTR tag team match. But well, all of a sudden, as they um, they go from the opening. Opening video to the ring, you got the Bucks coming out to the ring with with with, uh, with, with Jurassic Express was already in the ring, and then the Bucks came already out. in the ring. Yes, yeah. with Jurassic Express already in the ring, Bucks come out. They invite the ref to a super kick party, um, and then they leave the ring. And as they are leaving the ring, we never really see it seen this before but the camera actually follows Nick and Matt to the back Matt grabs a wad <laughs> of cash out of his pocket tosses it on uh, Tony Khan's uh, lap as they are in Gorilla and it just you know pays the fine hit right there as they're still walking away you see FTR and Tully standing there waiting for their music to hit and they're laughing and doing a little bit tip a tip for tat going back and forth, but you see the FTR and, and Tully laughing about uh, what the Bucks did at, um, to the ref. So one um, other thing before we get to the match starting, yeah. and I'm I, I I'm going to be that guy. I, I really am right now. But correct me if I'm wrong. 
hasn't it been said multiple times that if you put your hands on an AEW official, it's an automatic suspension? Like, I feel like we've been through this before, and now it's a fine for the Young Bucks? Am I missing something? Um, when did they... I, I don't remember. Didn't I'm trying they to remember. Didn't they suspend someone... Uh, Shit. Nyla Rose. Ago. You're right. Yes. Was yes. Yes. The New Year. The New yep. Year show they or something. For putting she her put hands on a table. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I'm just I'm just saying you set a st- I, I I'm being that guy. I get it. I know short term all that, but you, you know I when they brought up the fine after the super kick, I was like, wow, a fine? Wouldn't that be? Hey, young bucks, you're not welcome next week or something. You know what I mean? Maybe they get to that point. I don't know. Well, you bring up a good point by saying official because Alex Marvez technically isn't an official. He's an employee. Yeah. For the original. For the original. For the first. For the first. Fine. Yeah. So maybe Tony will come out on Twitter tomorrow and say, hey, yeah, thanks for the cash, but you're also suspended. Because I'm looking at this as like an an escalation here. This is, you know what I mean? Right. And it's Mm -hmm. the second. Mm -hmm. It's the second time. It's whatever, you know. Plus, you throw you throw cash at the boss. Like, shouldn't there be more of a punishment here? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a tweet that the Bucks are not welcome at Dynamite next week, which could set up some kind of rogue situation. Which I think I kind of get the sense they're going with the Bucks here. Yeah, it just seems like this is all happening like so fast. There was no the traditional build towards this. It just went from. Zero to zero to a hundred in like two seconds. Well, I think the idea you know? that the elite is breaking up would be that that you know what I mean. The whole story yeah. that led to the elite yeah. breaking up would be to, that's why we're where we're at right now. That that would be my guess. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's the only guess I got. But yeah. it seems like so fast. I actually kind of go ahead. Finish. I don't mind. Go ahead. It just, it's, it's, it's they needed fast. to speed it up. They needed to speed it up, though. It was dragging like crazy for months and months and months. So I really don't have a problem with that. Plus, we haven't, you know, it's been a couple weeks where they're kind of doing this weird shit, but we don't have an explanation for where everyone's head is at. So I, I don't know that it's really going that fast. Uh, may, maybe the, the separation side of it, yeah, uh, but they, they told that story already. So we're, we don't really have an explanation of. Are the Young Bucks still with Kenny? Are they on their own? Are they all on their own? Where does Cody fit in? Are they all going heel? Are they all going rogue? Are they going rogue separately? There's a lot of things that we... There's a lot of unknown here also. Which I'm sure we'll get to more of that. What were you saying? I was going to say I like that they ramped it up like this because... Oh, yeah. complain about them treading water for so long and now... now you're seeing the Bucks. Um, this is the effect. Yeah, yeah. On the Bucks. I so, and I like the fact that it's almost like they're kayfabing it. They're, it's almost like the Bucks are kayfabing, breaking kayfabe by walking in the back, and you see FTR standing there waiting mm-hmm. to go out. I love that aspect of it. I love that they threw money at Tony Khan. But you're right in the fact that not only are they should they be punished just like Nyla Rose, be consistent, but they're also EVPs. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, maybe Tony Khan even strips them of their status, you know, yeah. kayfabe, quote-unquote. Right. But let me ask you guys something. 
because I do like it. But man, when they came out tonight, like I I was digging Matt, but the skinny jeans didn't make him look like a badass at all. Yeah. Nick is standing there and he's got the hat on backwards and he looked like a dork and I'm going, "Yeah. Okay. If I replace these guys with, I don't with know, the, with the flights on or whatever they're wearing, the Nike flights or whatever, yeah, I'm not yeah, really, yeah, yeah, like at, yeah. like when they walked F, when they walked by FTR, I was like, okay, so there's the badasses, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was thinking to myself, if this was like I don't know, Hall and Nash or Triple H and Sean, they would yeah. just look cooler when they're breaking the rules, you know? Like, like remember when they used like back in like Bullet Club days. Like fucking leather jackets and the black and white and like sunglasses and just total mm-hmm. douches. Like they've, it feels like they've gotten so far from that. I, I don't even know if they could bring it back, like create it back. You know what I mean? Like we're talking about Kenny with the trench coat and the glasses. We want to see that Kenny. Same thing with the Young Bucks. Like when the Young Bucks were heel Young Bucks, like uh, you, and they wrestled heel a lot, even on the Indies in certain situations. But they wrestled the Hardys. They were clearly the heels. They'd always, they always, like, played up that they were Bullet Club, black and white, and, you know, very, like, douchey. I don't know that I'm feeling that yet. I tend to agree with you a little bit on that. Well, let me ask you guys this before we move on, because part of me wants to bring it up, but part of me doesn't want to go down a rabbit hole that's going to go nowhere. <laughs> so I'm just, I'll just bring it up and say it like this. I'm getting the impression that the storyline is for them to break kayfabe. Okay, so that's that's how they're presenting it anyway. Like, they're going off script, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're beating up officials now, whatever. Very heel move. They are also EVPs. Is this going to go into a mega storyline? Are they planting seeds to where we're going to have a power struggle between... The EVPs, maybe some kind of split with ownership. Hmm? I'm not saying a takeover angle like the NWO, but we do know that Tony Khan loves him some WCW Nitro. Fight I'm just, I'm just power. wondering if these are the seeds to something much, much bigger down the road. Because I don't know, I don't see where else it could go unless they're jumping off on a major storyline here with the Bucks. Well, because this is more than a heel turn for me. The McMahons have done this in the past too, where they kind of split the family, you know. Right, right. You know, right. Uh, and, and very at various different times, Linda taking over, or Shane runs SmackDown, or and what's her name, uh, Stephanie runs Raw, vice versa. Uh, you know, at different times they've had they've have done those kind of angles too. You know, I didn't even, I that I really didn't consider that, but actually does make a lot of sense when you consider that Cody's over here, Bucks are here, and and mind you, this is all happening with Cody not around. So mm-hmm. maybe there's no Cody to bring this all together right now. He comes back to uh, not only do I have to defend my Cody honor, everything's in shambles. Mm-hmm. You know, on screen. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Pretty cool. I think it could be good. I think it could work. I think it. I think it could be good. What else do well, you think that? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm trying to play it out in my head, and I think that, I mean, that would make sense that that's what, that's what they're going, or that could be one of a different couple options. But, you know, Tony does love some WCW stuff, and he is not afraid to uh, rehash some 
past history either. So, um, no, I, that wouldn't surprise me if it's done. You know, uh, if you do it right, man, it could it could work. It definitely could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's ironic that they should. They mentioned Tony before. They showed his door before. Yeah. They showed him tonight. So yeah. I'm just I'm just wondering, is that a preview of something coming? And they specifically said that he fired them last time. Yes. You know, last week or whatever. So he that was that was very they made a point that it was Tony Khan find them. You know. Right. So I, I think he might be onto something there. Well, All right. I think so too. I think the, so too. The match. Um match. So so after FTR finally gets into the ring, I would definitely classify this as a uh, a traditional FTR going to, you know, uh, you know, cut off half the ring, you know, work a body part, you know, they were working on Jungle Boy's arm, just classic FTR stuff. You know, Jungle Boy gets a Jungle Boy finally gets a tag into Luchasaurus. Then you see Tully, you know, old school stuff of, you know, let's reset, let's, you know, regroup. And, and um, you know, I just, this was just for me, for me watching this match, this was just a traditional FTR classic match. I mean, to the point even how how they got the, how they got the win, you you know, there was a, there was a minute, a, a minute or two there where you actually could think that what they're actually going to let Jurassic go over, you know, did a couple combinations, Jungle Boy doing his thing, and all of a sudden they get him in the corner, heels do what heels do, they cheated the win, and they got the advantage, and, you know, so I thought it was a good match to open open the show, and I think it kind of set the tone, so she was the Bucks super kick party, tossing Khan some money, um, and then you go right into a traditional FTR match. I thought it was a good way to open the show. AC. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree with everything you said. I think it was a good way to open the show. Uh, I would say something that stood out in this match for me. I get what you're saying early on, but the last third or maybe even the last half of the match, you ended up with a lot of Jungle Boy and Harwood in the ring. Yeah. With all those false finishes. I thought that was awesome. I, I, I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. Um. Jungle Boy just keeps getting better and better. They put him; they're putting him in with better guys, which is obviously helping him. And him and Harwood, like that—that that was really cool. They had a lot of close finishes. There was like a couple times where where, where uh, Wheeler kind of got it. It was almost like he was late to the party, trying to break up pinfalls where it looked like they were almost going to get to three. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, yeah, listen, I don't have a problem with them kind of cheating to win. Uh, it would have, it probably would have annoyed me. Uh, if if Jurassic got some kind of weird pin just to be number one contenders to have a match next week, they've done that before. Uh, that would have been a stupid way for FTR to lose their first match in AEW. So uh, I'm okay with the, the cheating side of it. But I thought the best part of that match was when Harwood and and, and um, Jungle Boy kind of got isolated for that period of time. You know, the other the other guys were involved. It's not like they weren't involved, but they were kind of the main two guys in the ring, and it, it was. It, and again, it, they they gave Jungle Boy a lot of shine there. Uh, it seems to be happening a, yeah, he happening a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think we're onto something here with Jungle Boy making this singles push soon, and then you know you could have uh, 
you could have the midget and uh and the uh, you know slappy McSlappington there uh they could wrestle on dark for all i care uh get jungle boy on his own that's where i'm at with it yeah i agree I, yeah i agree 100 percent. jungle boy needs to come out on his own uh that section you guys were talking about was tremendous yeah that, that, the it, last it was, third there was so good yeah absolutely absolutely the, the constant reversals and yeah it was just tremendous um the finish, I didn't have a problem with the finish either. And surprisingly, I thought that it was going to look bad on the replay. Like, you know, because the refs were constantly banging on their refs. Yeah. But I thought this dude did a good job. Once it revert, the and move reversed, the and then you see. He was, right in, he was right in position to where. Yep. Yeah, he probably saw it. But, yeah, if he's looking at his shoulders, he probably didn't see it. So I, I think he made a conscious effort to put his head down, though, too. Like, I, I think so, too. He tried to sell it. Rep. Yeah, I think when, yep. when they talk about good refs, you make a list. Paul Turner is definitely on there. You, you know, you know yeah. how you know he's good. I couldn't remember because you don't talk about him. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. That's <laughs> yep. how you know he was good. You're well. You only I've you been, only remember. Listen, you remember this is this is why you remember refs' names. Either they're superstar refs, which there's very few of. They're uh, maybe a guy you knew, like in my case, like Bandito, like the indie Bandito from up here. Eddie yeah. is a ref in WWE, so that always stands out to me. Or the guy sucks, like Rick Knox. Yep, Rick Knox. Right. I'm sure Rick Knox, if he was doing that spot, he'd have been staring right at you know Tully and on the outside. Oh yeah, he probably would have been right next to him or something. <laughs> I'm a little biased for Paul because he got his he got his uh, he made his bones in ROH and he was fantastic. You know, he's a good ROH. dude. Yeah, um, had some good combos backstage with him. Uh, he's a good guy. Um, but no, I thought he was right in the right spot where did he see, couldn't he see, I, I thought, you know, I thought the ending was really well. And then when they showed it on the video, I thought the same thing in the back of my mind, Edwards, I'm like, this ain't going to play right. Uh-huh. And, and there was no problem. And, and, and so I, uh, again, it's just, it's just, you know, they're nine and zero. it's just classic FTR, you know, they're, they, you know, they don't make mistakes. They, you know, there's no useless moves in what they do. It just their, their tag team matches flow. Yep. And for for an old school guy like me, I love tag team matches like that. One, one question yeah. for you guys before we move on, though, um, yeah. and this just kind of popped in my head: Why did the Bucks single out that particular ref? I was wondering the same thing. I, I wonder if he was the ref when they lost they drunk, in the tournament. They straws or, in the back? Yeah, it would be, they, they clearly... Or he was just happened to be the ref in the ring at the time. I mean, AEW does weird shit like this where we'll never get an answer. I was just wondering if I if there was something I wasn't thinking of of that ref. Like, why would they pick I'll tell that you what, that, that thought never occurred to me. That's a great thought by you. I wonder if we go back, was he the ref that screwed, well, screwed them when Hangman screwed them? Right, right. It's, ah. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember if he was that, It could be. That, that's a, that's a really good thought. I have to go back thought. to my DVR and look. You yeah. know what? That'll be my homework assignment, and I'll give you an answer on Saturday. All right, cool. I like it. I'll go back and look at that. I just, I just thought, found that interesting why they, you know, because you, you would think there was a reason they singled that guy out. Or he just happened to be the ref in the ring to start the show. I mean, it, it, it probably possible. doesn't matter either way. I'm just wondering if they're on some kind of revenge story here. Well, I'll tell you what. If that if that's how it shakes down, if that was the same ref that did their match, kudos to them because 
Right? <laughs> that's a great idea to follow through with. Right, right. Shit, that's, yeah, that's really good. <clears throat> so, we bust back to um, Alex out backstage. Hardy's down. Private Party's trying to explain to him what happened. Talking to Private Party, you see Jericho and Hagar come laughing. And, you know, um, they're going to amputate or, you know, just, just poking fun. And he's not so lucky this time. So, clearly... Clearly it was um, clearly it was them taking Hardy out for retaliation for Sammy G. That's kind of what you led to believe. Um, but uh, anything you guys want to bring to that spot that, that I may have forgotten? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm, that's yeah, basically um, what it was. Yeah, short I, and sweet. I, yeah. yeah, short and sweet. Uh, I think I mean, we have to just... let that play out a little. I think that's what, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I think that's what it is, too. Maybe this gets Hardy involved in something with Jericho and Hager. Maybe that's what we're headed towards. I don't know. Um, they did they if, didn't mention it a lot later in the show during the Jericho match also. Um, and Jericho's speaking next week. So I think, yeah. I think we're going to get more answers. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe Jericho is going to say something like, you don't get a title match without going through me or something along those lines. Who knows? Yeah, but at least it's it, what I like, though. They got something for Hardy to or do. Or he took, he took out my boy, Sammy G. Where's Sammy G? Did he get suspended again? Like, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he got hurt, too. Oh, um, yeah, maybe. You never know. Um, and then, we're, then we go back to the commentator team, commentating team, and Kenny Omega joining. Um, and that kind of throws you right into the Frankie Kazarian and Hangman at a page match. Another and, uh, what, what, I'm sorry. Oh, I said another good one. Yeah, this was, uh, back to back good ones. I mean, you could have gone back and forth either this one or the tag team match could have opened because I thought both these matches were very good. Just you with Kenny coming out. Kenny wants to leave the tag team in the past, concentrate on singles. Um, I liked the match, but maybe I'm in the minority on this a little bit. I thought the Tony going, pushing Kenny for answers during the match kind of distracted from how good the match really was. Yeah, in my you know opinion. what? You're stealing my thunder, bro. That's right where I was going to go. Same here. Right where I was going to go with it. I yep. didn't like it. On, I didn't like the, doing it on commentary there. Because you're right, it's distracting. It is. It's distracting. I thought it was distracting because I really wanted... One, I, it's important what Kenny's saying, but you have an awesome match right? going on. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Yep. And yep. it's like... And Kenny's like one of, one of my favorite wrestlers, so I'm going to be attracted to what he says more than what's going in the ring. But I like Frankie, Frankie Kazarian's work as a wrestler. Right. And... I'm curious to see how Hangman's going to do starting his solo thing yeah. now. And we but haven't just... seen a lot of solo Hangman in a long time no. either. So I was curious. Yeah. And, dude, the match was good. They both got their spots in. I really thought this was good. I really thought they were going to go down the road. Frankie sneaking out a win. And, you know, that would lead to Omega rubbing his face in into it a little bit. You know, but, but um, Hangman going over, which I have no problem. Buckshot Larry, it's, I, it's such a badass move. I, I dig it. Um, he got all his flashy moves in 
But, um, you know, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good match. Follow that tag team match. You know, Omega getting up, not saying anything, walking out. Mm, yeah. And, and then and then Hangman looking around for him and just asked for his beer. <laughs> you know, uh, so I'm curious to they go next week with this. I got two little quick ones that Edwards can take over. Uh, uh, I'm going to throw kudos at Kazarian. Because I love the way he took that buckshot lariat. Instead of doing what everybody else does and, like, flipping when he hits him, he took that super stiff. Like, it was like, he you hurt it. And I was like, that was fucking awesome. Like, I actually liked that. That he just, like, he, he, he took it like a man. You know what I mean? I know, I know the I know the flip kind of like, oh, oh, my God, he hit him so hard he flipped him. But I almost, like... You felt the impact on that, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I like, That's, I like, I, I, I agree exactly what you're saying. I'd rather that what Frankie did than the flip. Yeah, it's that more stood out to me. I agree. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, the other thing that stood out to me, and this is not only in this match, <laughs> Jr. is making it a point to remind you that it's very humid in Florida. Like since the paper, <laughs> did you guys notice that? How yes. Many, how many times yes. in the last two weeks has he said it? Like, where are you? Like, he, he said it a lot during that match, too. Like, oh, it's oh, amazing and, what these was, guys are doing. You know, it's very humid down here in Florida. It's like, you, we get it, guy. We get it. <laughs> did you see? I didn't I didn't watch all of the All Leap this week. Did you happen to watch, watch any of it this week? No, I didn't watch it. They got, they, they did a spoof on that, <laughs> on that, on that Matt Seigel thing when they had a wrestler, the guy with, who likes to put the baby oil on him. <laughs> Comes down to the ring pre pre show, and he and he, and he puts baby oil all over the turnbuckle. <laughs> That's actually pretty. <laughs> and cool. they cut right, and then they cut right to Matt. <laughs> so has Matt been on Dark since the pay per view? Do we know? Has anybody watched Dark? I haven't. No, Matt is making his debut Tuesday night, the special Tuesday night. Oh, okay. So that, and, that's why we. Now. That's why we haven't. I, okay, I missed that. That's yeah. why we haven't seen yeah. him on, on Dynamite yet. Okay, I was just wondering because yeah. we haven't seen. I and almost like I almost want him to get in there and just get that. You know what I mean? Just like have yeah. that go away type of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. I agree. Um, so yeah. before before I get it before getting into the match, uh, quick question: During the women's match, they showed the dark results. Yep. And I saw the name Jesse Sorensen. Is that the TNA Jesse Sorensen? Do you guys remember him? Yes, I do, and I think you're. I think it is. It could be. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm gonna have to I'm go back and watch it. that because yeah, I, I have to go I, back and watch. I it. dug some of his stuff at TNA. Yeah, I used to like that that guy going back yeah. years, but yeah. yeah, he just he just fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, man. yeah, he did. Interesting. All right. Um, but yeah, so Kaz is awesome. He's still a stud. Uh. The end of this match before the buckshot lariat was hit, they did a great back and forth as Adam is out on the apron before yes. he hits the buckshot. So they went for Kaz went for the knee and Paige hung on, so his momentum didn't take him in. Then he went for the cutter, the same thing. Yeah. I thought that that exchange was just really freaking good. awesome. But here's my negative with it. So this passive aggressive bullshit that they're doing with these guys. I mean, are men really like this? Men in their thirties, are they really like this now? AC, you can. Do you guys act like this, you you young guys? Uh, I'm, I'm 44, man. I'm yeah, I can't. That. I don't I get. Can't, I can't relate. <laughs> I I can't figure out at the pay per view 
Kenny leaves the match in a huff. Oh, it's time for the cleaner. And he gets in the truck and they speed off. I'm a little bit older than them, so yeah, I would go no because that's just pushy ass shit. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I'm. Um, that's my main question. Why are the, you out At least the guys here? I'm not friends. At least I'm friends with, for the most part. <laughs> I don't, well, I do have some younger friends understand. that do some pussy ass things. So maybe the yeah. So maybe 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 maybe, ju- maybe I just missed the cut or something. Dude, you it just doesn't. The cut, AC. That's what it is. <laughs> it doesn't make. It doesn't make sense. Why is he even out there on commentary playing this game? Like, like I there was a spot. Yes, I'm saying I agree. There, there was a really good spot where. Yeah, that really Paige... isn't being a badass, is it? It really isn't. No, like, not at all. Page, Page kicked out at something, and Omega goes, "That's the spot where I would usually run over and make the save," but he did it all on his own. And I thought to myself, "Wait a minute. Okay, so you're healing on him right now." He did that a couple times. He said something like, you know, how's he going to do on his own now when I'm not there to save him? Like, he had a couple tweeners like he's a, that. He's a little I'm too like, butthurt about it is what I would I just it. Yeah, yeah, just go out and kick his ass. That's <laughs> what I want to see. Yeah, you're mad, that. right? You're pissed off, aren't you? Like, <laughs> I guess he is. I, he's supposed to be, but there he, he's being passive-aggressive about it. Like, yeah. stop being a bitch. Go beat his ass. I don't I don't know. And if you're not going to beat his ass, then cut this storyline. I don't yeah, understand. Why, why is the little midget Darby Allen like, ten times the badass of half these guys? Like, Darby's mad at somebody. He, like, goes out there and is like, yeah, well, I'll fight three of you. <laughs> and yeah. he's, like, he's, like, four nine. Skateboard. And he's, like, four nine. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. If there's one negative, that was the. I, I wouldn't have even put Kenny Omega out there. No, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't I, either. I think it took away from it took away from the match that potentially, yes. if you look back at look back at all the matches, you could say that was the best match, arguably one of the best matches of the night. But yeah. it, it, but the Kenny the Kenny spot kind of stole some of that thunder away. I think. Yeah, yeah well, I, I agree, mean, and I'll say this too. I was watching it on my DVR. Like I usually do, I just press OK when it lights up. But when I'm on my DVR, the background noise—I don't know if you guys, maybe my DVR is shit. It's possible, but the background noise is always a tick higher than the announcers. So Kenny came on commentary, and I'm like, "All right, I got to switch over to the channel because I need to hear this." Mm-hmm. And for some reason, when I go right to TBS instead or TNT, the audio is fine. You know, it's just <laughs> That's a thing. Strange. Yeah, that's strange. But, yeah, but I, yeah. I stream. I might mind stream. I have YouTube TV, so I don't have that problem. Okay, you don't have that problem then. Well, anyway, but yeah, you're right because I'm a big Cavs fan. Of course, I love Hangman as a singles, and they're wrestling their ass off, and it was distracting, like you guys said. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing, the that's other thing too about the the pussy ass thing too is they they they're even doing this with Hangman with the bloodshot. You know, the bloodshot eyes and the uh, I feel so badly. FTR was right. Yeah, like. Like the the you know the, the the stampede, I don't even really give a fuck about the elite. I'm just gonna drink, you know, Hank Cowboy. Like that to me was more badass, and the guy he was in Ring of Honor was more badass than the mm. version we're seeing of him now. So I mean, it kind of plays into where we were talking about the elite being kind of dorky before. They're kind of still there, you know. Yeah. Um. So it's it's interesting to see how that that's all going to play out because to me, if they if they try to if they try to keep that goofy being the elite, you know, persona, and then try to go along with, you know, we're kind of like the renegade guys on TV now. Like, I don't think it's going to work. 
Like, I think if you're going to do it, you just you got to go all the way with it. Right. I would agree. I would agree. It's going to come off too corny, if it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to use a word from the past, because that's the what word it would be. Word. Yep. You know, it would just be awful. Plus, you know? yeah, plus you got to figure, you know, uh, you, at, at some point, you know, some of these guys got to kind of come forward as babies that we're going to be seeing a lot of Orange Cassidy. <laughs> oh, dude, just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> uh, speaking of Orange Cassidy, good segue. We got the best friends. We got a best friends in Ortiz and Santana video clip um, to promote, which was announced is going to be the main event mm-hmm. of the of the of the evening. And you know, I, I was kind of curious how this was in my mind. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Best friends in the main event. <laughs> this is interesting. Um, so when we get there, to 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 not to jump ahead, but I got a couple questions for. For AC, when we get to the to the promos before the main event, so we'll save that for then. Okay. Uh, no, 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 nothing bad. Just a couple questions okay. um, to, 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 to kind of piggyback on our on our uh, debate we were having last week. Um, so we go from the video clip to MJF and this dude. He <laughs> he. He squashed – this match was such a squash, I couldn't even get this dude's last name from JR. <laughs> and I rewound it on my DVR a couple times, and he had a beat before. I think he, I think the name is Sean Dean. Something like that. I actually thought Something MJF like was funny on the picture-in-picture, picture too. Like, he's, like, talking smack to the guys, like, trying to pick yeah. up a girl. Like, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and and to me, if you're going to use picture-in-picture picture for that, I'd rather that than – you know, right. while while some, you know, Thunder Rosa is getting her shining, you know. <laughs> Again. We'll, we'll get to that later. Well, yeah, but, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't nearly as bad as the first time this time. No, it wasn't. But still, it was just, I, you don't got well, a lot of Oh, picture in picture. Oh, fuck. They love um, that picture in picture, don't they? They do, man. So, so Warlow gets the, so this was a squash match before he could even get the wrestler's last name. Um, so then we get Warlow getting the mic for MJF. MJF gets on the mic saying he's honest and Moxley is a lying dictator. Uh, basically, you know, says that he is the undefeated, undefeated, undisputed, and uncrowned champion. He's berating now Roberts to say say such a thing. Um, first time didn't work, then the second time got it right. And then he gets back on. And this this one... I don't know if it's stuck to you guys, I'm, and I'm, I'm sure it's stuck with Edwards. Um, um, the lone wolf, they need to join a wolf pack. That's interesting. That The only way he's going to be successful is if he has his own little group or stable. Well, he said maybe, so, maybe not, too. He maybe, yeah. but he teased it. He so did tease it. That, that, that makes me want to think of, who this type of personality would he associate himself with? I don't know. He said the words wolf pack, and I thought that's for a reason, but I don't know who's there that he's even talking about, like yeah. who that, that wink was, you know? Yeah. yeah. What are you thinking? It's, it's too... It, 
the obvious is this, the first, your first instance is to say, oh, he's talking about Tully, he's talking about Tully, it's FTR. I think it's too obvious. I think See, I didn't even think that. I didn't even think you that. Know, I think that would be the, for me, for my mind, it's the too obvious of a choice. But I'll tell you, man. I think he's just. Tro- I think he was just trolling. To be honest with you, he he could be trolling, you know. But you know, it just it just led me to believe. Just playing in my mind as he's what as he's as he's talking. I was like, who would you who would you, who would you put him with? And that's when I wrote this down so we could you know have some dialogue going back and forth with the three of us. Like, who would you put him with? I don't think there is anybody right now. I um, that's my that's where I'm at. I think he, I, I think he was trolling, and I think. At first, when he first started talking, I was like, oh, fuck. They're going back to him and Moxley, because that was, was what, which was my fear with the finish from the pay-per-view. But he brought it up, but then he got out of it with the, I'm the uncrowned. Like, he's just going to walk around and say he's undefeated, uncrowned champion, which really means nothing. Uh, but it also goes with his douchiness, so sure. it's kind of cool. But he didn't, he didn't replant himself with Moxley, which I was glad he didn't do. Uh, so I just thought it was a really good promo, and I just the I just think he was. I almost think he said that to kind of separate himself, but he called himself a lone wolf while he's got a three hundred pound guy standing behind him too. So you know, it's just kind of him being a right. jackass more than anything. That's the way I took it. See, I took it the same way as you, AC. But now that White House brings it up, maybe he said it for a reason. You could have. Like, I get he went from lone wolf to wolf pack. I get what he was saying there and, and inferring, but I have no idea who. I have somebody from I the mean, wolf pack a free agent right now? I mean, they're all 100 years old. I mean. <laughs> nah, yeah, I don't think it's going to be, like, that literal. He even but, did that woo. I mean. He did, like, a he. the reason I thought he was trolling, like, his woo. Like, he howled like a wolf. Yeah, but he did it. He didn't do it like the way they did it, like the Wolfpack did it. He did it like, and almost did it like he was goofing on it. That I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Yeah, I have. I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, I. You know what it is. I think. I so think curious, it's partly. It partly is MJF cut a promo. We're talking about MJF. They might not have anything with them, so they might. They might have told them sure. go out there and troll. <laughs> you know, get him <laughs> talking. Just get him talking, MJF. is like, eh, maybe I'll join a faction like everybody else in AEW. Maybe I need a faction. Maybe I don't. Well, you know, let's, it's like, let's do this. Let's do this. Since White House wrote it down, who would we put him with? What do you think? If we had to put him with any, if we had to put him with people right now, who would we sure. put him with? Uh, ah, yeah. good question. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't I, I, know. I don't have an answer. I really don't. I don't have an answer because he doesn't need a mouthpiece, mm-hmm. so he doesn't need a manager. And if you look, and if you look at all the guys in factions, or like, or you know what I mean, like, I don't adding him to any of those factions to me doesn't make sense. No. You know, like, like if you look at the managers right now, Eddie Kingston. FDR, uh, MJF definitely doesn't fit with that. And that and that faction's already kind of weird, too. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk yeah. about that. Oh, boy. Um, you know, Jake with Archer. No, no that's no. a little off. It's not, that's uh, not even a faction, really. Right. You'd be making a new faction by doing that. You'd be that. making a new one, but that's his point. That's what he wants right. to do is make the new one. 
Um, yes. I mean, FTW. No, 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 he's not a Taz guy. You know. Yeah. Um, and you, you got Tully. Yeah, I, don't, I, I see. I'm, I'm over it now. That whole. I, yeah, so am I. So yeah, I'm, I'm over, I let that it whole go. horseman thing. I'm over it now. I let it go. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna go there. Well, I had to let it go because I got fucking trolled by fucking AEW, kind of bitter. So yeah. <laughs> so. I thought you were gonna say you got trolled by Joe White. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he can bring in uh, all this. <laughs> Hey man, the national treasure with MJF, dude. Yeah. Yeah. After after Bennett comes back and wins the title, like he should have. Dude, Bennett lost. Get over it. Just another notch on Aldis's belt. That's all. Yes, sir. That nobody saw. Terrible. The world's anyway. champion. I watched it. <laughs> the world's. Oh god. All right. What was next? All right, what was National next? Treasure. So, speaking of... Of, uh, Eng- of England. Speaking of the national, the new National Treasure, we get Taz video discussing the Rick. Yeah, um, Taz. Dude, I love this. I watched it twice. I watched it three um, times. It wasn't I, I watched that good. it twice. It no, was good. It was great, is what it was. It's just it's Ricky Starks, man. <laughs> I can't get enough of. I didn't, I, didn't get, um, I, didn't, I didn't get much out of that video, to be honest with you. So I mean, when you go so to MJF from MJF to that, you know that's a tough. Segment. See now you're just trolling just to be, just you know he's not I mean, Samoan. MJF, and you don't like him. MJF. No. Was, I mean, I'm talking about MJF who's not Samoan, but I mean, the MJF was like up here, and then that segment was like a little bit down here. Yeah, a little bit. Notice they, you said a little. You know, you were no, so wait. high. You were so high they had to bring you back to reality a little, and they, they did that. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway. Did so you notice go... the grip? The reverse grip. Taz walked you through the rip. Two different grips. Grip. Yeah. You see? Smart and, wrestler. Mm-hmm. I, I don't pay that much close attention to those Taz things. They're, like, weird. Dwayne never changed his grip. So, you tell me who's better. He's a smart wrestler. Don't worry. I, have, I got more thoughts about the Rick later on. We have, we have another segment with the Rick. Okay. So, so then we go to Eddie Kingston and friends in ring. Um, Eddie gets on the mic. He never lost the battle royal. Um, they are family, not a faction, not a stable. They are agents of chaos. And he tells Butchered Blade find some victims from the crowd, throws them in, and Phoenix and Penta. And Butcher and a blade, and Eddie just beat the shit out of these guys for for a minute who's, or two. Who's the kid with the long blonde hair? Did anybody remember his name? Biff. No. Griff. Uh, Griff. Griff. Yeah. Griff. Something. Griff. Griff. Dude, yeah. Dude, they must like that guy because they all kicked the shit out of him. Did you ever dude, notice that? Like MJF yeah, kicked yeah, the shit yeah. out of him. He was uh, on. He was on <laughs> the the spot with the with the Dark Order. Like, yep. that, that tells me they like him because they keep pulling him in and kicking the shit up. And the other thing, too, is, and, and this goes for Archer, too. When they go to, like, the railing, why do they always have to pick the smallest guys? Like, can you, <laughs> like you're a humongous. Can you pick, like, the, at the middle range guy? They pick, like, these midgets and kick the shit out of him. Like, okay, you kick the shit out of him. Like, you should kick the shit out of him. Like, you're, right. you're not really impressing me that much. Um, my one question about this segment, though, with Eddie. First of all, Eddie. 
it's not 1995 anymore. The fucking long, baggy jorts. But, dude, dude, I got to say, I agree, and I noticed it, too, with the high socks and the jersey. <laughs> dude, it makes it for me. Oh, I hate it. He feels I get, like I get he's what right you're out saying. of the 90s. I, know, I, like, know, I like I it. <laughs> I know. He's like he the fucking this, 90s New York persona. guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. But he was like, but he was like, they need to give me something. I'm like, how about some shorts that fit? Um, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, Eddie's good on the mic, the whole thing. The one question I have is, he, re- he kept referring to Pentagon and, and uh, Ray singularly. Are they singles guys now? Because I th- I, we, we've talked about this already. I think that's the only way this faction works, is if they're singles guys and Butcher and Blade are the tag team. And then Eddie is whatever he does. Uh, I feel like that's the only way this works. Uh, and I got, I don't know, but they did their moveset together too, but he talked about them singularly before they beat guys well, up and after. But he also told Blade to get his house in order. House in order, right. What does that mean? What the mean? fuck does that mean? The, like, the, what else did I miss? Like, where did that come from? I don't know where that came from. Oh, I, I guarantee you I know what it is. He's got to go after QT Marshall, right? Because of Bunny, right? That's the only thing. That's, That's the, the only, only thing, thing that can mean, right? Yep. So, so he, so Butcher and Blade are going to go after Dustin and, and um, QT, right? QT. I guess that's what it is. Ask somebody. If it's not that, what could it be? Like, like Eddie's basically saying, dude, the guy stole your girl two months ago. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it would have to be. It's the only thing we've seen. Right. And there was really no explanation for why she went to, from one to the other type of thing. So you're saying, I didn't catch this. So you're saying he didn't say Lucha Brothers. He mentioned them by name. By I name. Don't, uh, Ray he, Penta. He, he mentioned My best it. friend. He, he meant, didn't Penta. My he, best friend. Yeah, he called him my best friend, put his arm around him. But when at the end of the promo, he he didn't refer to them as a tag team. And then he looked at Blade and said, you need to get your house in order. You need to get your house in order. That's by the, the way, they're, way, they're wearing white again. Yeah, Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I, dude, this is the weirdest faction I've ever seen. It is, really it is the weirdest faction I've ever seen. Which is why I get like I I feel like they got to go singles or something. I, Three I Hispanics I mean, and two white boys that shouldn't <laughs> be around Hispanics. <laughs> you talk about stereotyping. Like like That's at some weird. like at some point Eddie's gonna turn on all four of them with LAX right like like I I know it's kind of like cliche to go back to that but like doesn't it you know make way gonna. more sense like to me Absolutely. like it's just a very it's very I don't. That's one of those things where I'm like, did somebody actually think this through, or they just uh, we don't know what to do with Eddie? Well, I, those are all my friends. I'm, I'll go with those guys. Okay, go with them. You know, like that's, you know. it's possible. Yeah, it's strange. Eddie's finding his own way with that, with his mic skills. He should have no fucking problem. I mean, but, unless, uh, you know, they're gonna do Eddie's family versus the Nightmare Family type thing. Um, so, did you guys? Do you guys know what he's talking about with the Battle Royal? Was he not eliminated? Yeah, because when he got thrown, he <clears throat> when he when Archer threw him over, 
he landed on top of um who was it? Uh Butcher and a Blade at ringside. I think it was Butcher and a Blade at ringside. He landed on top of him, so technically his feet didn't touch the floor. Well, he walked away, though. I mean, I thought. I, but he walked it, away, right? No, what I th- what I right. thought he was talking about is he got on the apron without going over, and he was only on top of the. He was on like when he went up on top of the uh, the turnbuckle when Jake had the snake bag. He never went back in the ring. That's what I thought he was talking about. Oh, so he was never thrown over. I Did see. I can't. I, I. I mean. I can't. I can't go back and watch it now. Maybe White House. Maybe he could do that too. Watch. See if how he exited the ring. Because it may be the argument that he he exited the ring not over the top, and he only went up to the top turnbuckle, but never went back in. Because Archer threw him down from off the top turnbuckle. So that's what I thought he was talking about. Okay. He said it last week too. Yes, he did. Yeah, I have a feeling he's going to keep saying it. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh... <laughs> now you got two guys pretty doing that, right? <laughs> Him and MJF. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I, I weirdest faction of all time. I, yeah. It makes no sense. It, it, I feel you're right. I feel like they just said, "Hey, they're your friends. Okay, go with them. We'll figure it out later." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. then we got an announcement for next week. There will be a six-man tag. Uh, Moxley with his two partners of his choosing. Versus Archer and his two partners of his choosing, which would be announced later, um, later in tonight's card. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, before we get before we ahead. move on and before we get to the actual naming of the partners, I I knew that three of the four before they even went to the segment. I I, I mean to me like this was not that big of a surprise. One guy, I'll throw him as a surprise, but he actually made sense. We'll get to it when yeah. we get to the segment. Oh, but when I saw I, that, I, I, I was I, like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. this one and this one and that one, and then there's just got to be one yep. more. You yeah, know? it just made so much sense. Yeah. And given, given if you go back to the Battle Royal, everybody in the match makes sense. Yeah, all six of these, uh, yes. Because they're all six stood out in, in that in that Battle Royal. You know, especially the one who just signed his new contract with AEW today. We'll get to that. Well, and you can make the case that they're all going to end up having singles matches in, at that anniversary show where, yep. you know, yep. so in, in yep. and around that. So, Yep, yep. I think so. I think you're right. So next we got um, a tag team match, Private Party versus the tag team of Jericho and Hager. Edwards, I'm going to kick it to you. I do not have notes on this particular match because I was dealing with a – with a puppy who was very high maintenance during this match. So I'm going to kick this one to you, my friend. Your, your dog's okay. giving you more trouble than your kids. <laughs> my puppy, yeah. It's a little rough, rough, rough night with the puppy. So the way I look at this match is the the training montage continues for Private Party. Yes. Because it was very much like the FTR match. Uh, Jericho and Hager wrestled old school, slowed them down, grounded them. Almost like the education continues for Private Party. But I will say this. I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind I can't even believe I'm going to say this, but I'm kind of over Jericho. I'm over it, guys. And 
the main reason is, my God, can you do a sit-up at least, please, sir? Please. There was a spot in this match where he was squared off against, help me out, not the good one, the other one, the Gennetti. Isaiah Cassidy. Isaiah, thank you. There's a spot where they're queued off. Not the good one. Let me tell you, it's, (laughs) it's summertime right now, and at some point in the day, my son will attack me and maybe super kick me to the face and slap his leg, by the way, which is hysterical. So it's summertime and we're running around with our shirts off. These guys look like me and my son fight. Now, of course, I'm Jericho, but <laughs> I'm not on TV with my shirt off, guys. OK, yeah, dude, yeah. what what are we doing? Dude, like, this I, hear, looks I very... hear this a lot, bro. I hear this a mm. lot from old school fans. I hear this a lot. And same thing with Cassidy. He looks like he's a young boy that's a little bit chubby. Like, tune that shit up, man. Go to the fucking I just, gym. <laughs> Go to the I gym. Mean, I mean, Mark Quinn? I mean, what? Are these guys eating donuts while they're watching Mark Quinn and Jake Hager work out? Like, what's happening with these two guys? <laughs> well, we all know Jake Hager works out. We get, we'll go there. And I got, oh, definitely. I got to, I'll give you another guy who, who who's gotten him. There's, actually, there's two guys who stood out, who have gotten themselves in better shape since AEW, MJF mm. and Santana. Yes. Santana looks yes. good, dude. He looks like yes. he's put on a little size. Um, I dude, know you Jer- used to I know say Jer- it when we... Go ahead. We used to say it about the CWF guys, right? Yeah. Dude, that's, dude, it's that's true, Isaiah Cassidy. Bro. Like, it's... Tune up, man. You're on TV now. People watch Do wrestling something. to see fucking Adonis, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yes. They, yes. they uh, for the most part... I know it's a little different now, but for the most part, you you tune in to see the Jack fucking badass Tolgan Rock Triple H whatever. You know what I mean? And, and don't get me wrong, back in the day there was big huge fat guys, but they were like humo- like bigger than life type. You know what right. I'm saying? Like yes. th- this is something that I, I I I brought up with the CWF show a couple years ago, and. I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I talked about it with one of you guys. This is happening all over the indies now. This yeah, string bean, no muscles. This is that Matt Taven brought it up on a podcast with Jimmy Preston. Even saying the guys who are joining the school. It's like, yeah, this guy has some talent. This guy has some talent. But he's like, we got to get these guys in the gym, man. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, dude, look at Michael mm-hmm. Bennett. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at Magnus. Uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Nick Aldis. Uh, Nick Aldis, thank you. Like, come, like, like, come on. You know? It's true. Flip's, Flip's not the biggest guy, but he's shredded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Dude, when you look at Jay and Mark Briscoe, yeah, but, you know, they're missing teeth and got the crazy hair, but they're jacked and ripped, dude. Grills, I, I sent you guys a picture of fucking uh, Tama Tonga and, 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 Carl, and Carl Anderson. Shredded. <laughs> that, yeah. we, we're headed to a point where j- jacked up guys like that are not going to be in wrestling anymore. And I'll tell you, you think, you think people don't watch now? You, you'll lose half the audience from that. Mm-hmm. You will, like, dude, look at the champions that Vince has right now. Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. You, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, wh- wh- where are we headed with all this? Now, you got a guy like Blade who's who's ripped up. You know, Butcher's not in the greatest shape, but he's 
He's a bigger guy, and it, it, it almost kind of fits his persona a little bit. Listen, the thing with Jericho, he's 50 years old. I get it. My, my thing with him is he does not look bad with a T-shirt on. And I'm almost not saying he should wrestle in a T-shirt. I'd almost want him to like, wear like a tight like sleeveless shirt or something just to kind of hold it in. Just to kind of hold it in a little bit. And he, because when he comes out with like, like a t-shirt on or one of his jackets, he looks great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's kind of like that skinny fat thing. Not or that You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get that he's older. So I see to me, I think there's a way for him to hide it. A guy like Isaiah Cassidy should be hitting the gym. So should Mark Quinn. They all should be hitting the gym. Um, I do. I'll do. I will throw them a little bit of credit. Cause I agree with what you're saying earlier about slowing mm-hmm. it down. I think they have done that a little bit, especially Cassidy. But I'll say yes. this, there were a couple times now during the match where I felt like he was telegraphing, like he's almost now going the other way, where he's trying to slow it down to be perfect too much, and it doesn't look fluid yet. So mm, it, I, it's okay. just a work in progress. I He's not running around crazy and missing all this shit, but there, he did when he got the hot tag early before the picture-in-picture, picture, that early hot tag they had, when he went through that moveset, it was almost like he was being very careful to make sure he landed everything. And it was very obvious that he was being that. Yeah, it was very slow. Yeah. Yes. It almost looked yeah, like yeah, slow mo it, it almost looked like slow mo wrestling in a sense where yeah. where I was like, Oh shit, now he's now he's being too perfect or being too he's being too like fine with it. You know what I mean? It's almost like the, he needs to find that happy medium where He's not out of control, but he's still moving quickly. You know, I, if I was him, I'd watch a lot of Ray Phoenix. <laughs> I would watch. I'd watch a lot of tape on guys like Ray Phoenix. Not that I'm saying he's going to be somebody like that, but if you look mm-hmm. a, a, like a Ricochet or a Will Osprey, they do everything fast, but they're just such a. I, I don't it, it, like. It, there's just such like a, a fluid motion with them, and even when they do like crazy shit, like. It's it's so like perfect. You never get the sense they're not going to botch it, and they ain't going to hurt anybody. And I almost think like guys like that are trying to be those kind of wrestlers. Like you can't be out of control, but now you can't go so slow and try to be so fine because it looks scripted. Sure, <laughs> it looks like a guy's yeah. waiting for you to wrap your legs around his head. You know what I mean? Which is mm-hmm. the idea is that we don't catch that. So um, so that's interesting pointing at. But I do get your point about the. The bad thing, and here's the thing: I think Jericho, when they were presenting him like as the biggest guy in the company with the title and all that, I think everybody it, it was easy to buy into that. I think their inner circle thing is kind of stale. Um, I almost wish they would like go away from it and try to do something else with other guys. We're gonna get into Santana Ortiz later. I have some thoughts about that, uh, and I also think, dude. I mean, 14 weeks with Orange Cassidy. It just, it's, he, and he lost. It's hard, it's just, I'm finding it hard to, like, get excited about anything he's doing. I'm kind of with you on that. And I don't know that a program at Matt Hardy's going to do it either. Hmm. No, um, they, interesting times for Mr. Chris Jericho. Yep. Well, I mean, we'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it, we'll watch it play out, and. I don't. I don't think you're going to get your wish about the sit-ups anytime soon, though, either. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you, like, Honda, dude, dude, Honda and Smitty bring this shit up to me all the time. They're like, 
could this guy go to the fucking gym once in his life? Like, not Jericho specifically, but we talk about different wrestlers at times. And I'm a little more forgiving with it because I don't... I To me, I can't... I, I don't want every wrestler to be a cookie cutter, just jacked and shredded. But I also mm-hmm. think that part of the responsibility is putting in that work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you're going to wear underwear to the ring. I mean, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's... Yeah, that's one point. And I mean, I'm not even talking jacked and shredded. I'm just talking about, dude, Isaiah Cassidy's embarrassing to me. He <laughs> doesn't look like an athlete. He looks like a slob off the street. Not one muscle. It's on him. it's terrible. You don't you don't got to get all ripped up. But I mean, dude. Yeah, now everybody's gonna of, be Brian Cage, right? <laughs> take care of the boobies. You got boobies hanging, bro. I mean, come on. It's the skinny. It's the <laughs> At least skinny the boobies. Fat. It's the skinny fat thing, right? It is. Yes. Skinny fat. God damn it, I wish I had that problem. <laughs> we ought to. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> but we're yeah. not we're not displaying our bodies on TV either, so. Amen. So so we go from that match and we go into a match that I was looking forward to. We have Thunder Rosa versus Evil Leafs for the NWA women's championship. Um I definitely was looking forward to this match. One, just having Thunder Rosa back on the card again. Two, her NWA title is being defended on an AEW broadcast. Find that a little, you know, a little interesting to watch. Um, I like their back and forth at the beginning of the match, um, and then you were wondering if Demonte was going to make herself uh, uh, involved in the match a little bit. She distracts the ref, so so. Uh, so Eva Lee's could get an advantage, and then uh, then they go and uh, uh, right before the I want to say right before they went to pitcher and pitcher, that's when they announced they're doing a Tuesday night dynamite special after NBA. Um, so we get uh, we're gonna get a, a dynamite on Tuesday night. Um, when is that? Tuesday night, there's going to be a special Dynamite. This, I think they this, said an hour. This coming Tuesday? Yes. Wait, there's an hour of Dynamite on Tuesday? Yes, I believe they said an hour. So Edward, ni- should they say an hour? Yeah. And there's One no hour. Dynamite on Wednesday? They have not said that. I don't think they know yet. It depends what the NBA series does. God forbid. Would have worked around the Yeah, it's NBA. going to be Wednesday or yeah. Thursday. Thursday. Um, the CCBA. <laughs> so I, 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 so once they get back from pitcher to pitcher, I enjoy go back to the match again. Uh, Rosa, Rosa does her; uh, she got her move set in. Uh, goes for a tombstone pile driver. Rosa for the W. Diamante hits Rosa from behind. You saw you saw the camera before the match started, looking at Sheeta. Uh, so you had kind of had an idea she was going to get involved somehow. Well, this is she comes in, um, she cleans house, and uh, she hands. Uh, took her a minute or two, but she hands Rosa her NWA title. I'm wondering if she going to want a shot at that title. Oh, they're going title for title. You can tell. Right? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm curious to see where they go with that. Seeing as Sheeta Thunder Rosa Part 2 
Uh, I'm definitely okay with that. Um, I enjoyed the match. I I enjoyed Thunder Rosa's work. I've said it once. I'll say it again. She's exactly what this women's division in AEW needs. Um, somebody with that type of talent. So um, there's not much negative I can say about Thunder Rosa. Well, we we got a couple things out of this match. You got a you got a good women's match. Uh, yeah. You got a. I mean, they announced it later in the show that you have a tag team match coming out of it, which was kind of obvious was going to happen. And we found yep. out that Tony knows plenty of women who are part of heels in the <clears throat> AEWs for everybody, except when it comes to heels. So well, guys, go. definitely didn't write that down. <laughs> God. <laughs> I just laugh when they bring it up. I'm like, so we're still doing the heels thing? Like, we're still doing it? Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, uh, they, uh, they're they doing a lot with Thunder Rosa, Diamante, Ivoli, Sheeta. They've obviously zeroed in on the women that are good, which is which is pretty cool. And the uh, damn the rest of the division for now, which is I think it's I think that's okay for now because they've zeroed in on the ones that uh, clearly are putting on the the, the good performances. So uh, I, I'm cool with it. Uh, I think title for title is coming. It definitely feels that way. You know, I'd have to agree. I thought the match was okay. Um... If you were watching closely, though, it was a little disappointing in the sense that there were a couple mistimed Ranas, and they were a little bit out of sync in the beginning, which kind of drug me down because I was looking forward to the match. But I'm not going to nitpick too much, but I read the ending different than you guys. I thought by Sheeta handing her her belt, I thought that was thanks for coming and defending your belt. And we'll see you later. Well, they're tagging together next week, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get so, that. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe the tag match is the, you know, see you down the road. Or maybe, you know, Diamante hits Sheeta and Sheeta gets pinned and then they have, you know, I, I get, yeah, maybe you could be right. I, I, I think we'll know after the tag match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I thought it was weird if they're going to keep her around, which I think they should, then why have she to give her her title? Like to me that's that's what you do before she goes, like at her last appearance. Right, I think I, I, I got the I got I, I kinda got the impression that uh Sheeta the by the way they sold it after she did it, they're trying to make her like the goody two shoes. And I think I that's why I that's the impression I got out of it. You could be hundred percent right too. Um, I mean, listen to me if she's if she is staying around after this tag match, where else do they have to go though? <laughs> I mean, I guess they could do her and Diamante, uh, which might be a better match than even the one we saw tonight because I, I I you know Evilise has been pretty good. I don't know that we've seen Lucha Underground Evilise yet in AEW. I don't think we have. No. Um, oh no, we haven't. You know, maybe I mean, you know, I, a little bit older. You know, maybe yeah. a little rusty. Who knows? Uh, but I, I don't think she's been terrible. But she hasn't no. definitely. She, she's not. Stay. I think Diamante's kind of stand stood out a little bit more. Um, and she also was working with somebody who was very good. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to get super excited about AEW Women's Division um, unless it's a pay per view match because it's the only time it really delivers seems to be during the pay per views. Is NWA coming back 
like anytime soon. I'm just wondering if they set up Diamante and Thunder Rosa for the NWA cut. Like, at what point is this? Mm. Billy Corgan's got his own thing going on. So when does this end? Is what right. is my question. Which is which is also makes it interesting to why they would defend the title on AEW. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm curious to know where they're going to. Well, I guess we'll see. Time will tell. Yes. We go to a, 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 a Myro oh. Rusev Day. Myro. Miro. 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 That's it. Thank you, Miro. A Miro video from last week. <clears throat> and uh, dude, did, did he get play? Did, did his uh, his um. Uh, Little pipe bomb that takes telling WWE they could shove that brass ring up their ass. That got a lot of play on social media over well, the you, over you, the week. You knew it would. I mean, he was obviously yeah. going. He wanted that effect. Yeah. So and AEW is, um, you know, the, since they've come out and said that you know we're not against anybody and this that and the other, they do do an awful lot of trolling. Sure do. <laughs> They do. They really do. Uh, uh, this led to a uh, Kip and Myro, Myro video uh, of uh, Rusev Day, um, of him doing some uh, some presses. Did that dude get bigger? I mean, he was already big in WWE, but I my God, man. I think he's more toned. Holy shit! I think he, I think he's I think he trimmed down in the. Ah. Waste area and it's been, it just got a little more defined. To be honest with you, yeah, he does enough benches for Isaiah. <laughs> like he does extra. He, he does Isaiah does doesn't enough, do any. So. He does enough for Kip too. I, did anybody else think it was funny that Penelope was spotting him and not Kip? Like, yes, yeah. that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, actually. dude, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> so, I, I think this is going to be an interesting spot with 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 these two, but. Uh, um, oh, he's gonna he, he's gonna he's turning on him, right? I mean, he's oh gonna, god, he, yeah, <laughs> god, yeah, <laughs> oh god, yeah. Especially now but, that he's gotten even more like a little, like a little pansy with the fucking sh- cut off shirts and shit. Yeah, I mean, talking about Kip, obviously. Yeah, I had to think about that for a second, <laughs> but I think it's a I think it's a perfect perfect spot to bring him in because. Kip Sapien's that guy. Like I, I don't really have anything against him. I just think he's lost right now because yeah. uh, Jimmy Havoc's gone. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's perfect spot for Miro because Kip losing to Miro isn't going to hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I, I think it's a good spot. Uh, the bachelor party could be fun. I, I hope they film that for next year. Yeah, I have a, Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, honestly, I wasn't into the whole wedding storyline until they injected Miro into it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it, it it just made it a little bit bigger. Um, plus, I think it's pretty cool that they're not thrust... Like, I, I do hope they push him to the moon at some point. But they're not thrusting him like they've kind of done, like, into title pictures and everything. Like, they've done a lot recently. Uh, they mm-hmm. did it with Cage. They did it with Brody. They uh, did it with Archer to an extent, you know what I mean? Um, now they're kind of bringing him in, bringing him into this comedy spot, you know, uh, probably have a match with Kip, but it also could provide 
we're showing this guy could go with some of these little guys. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, that might be part of the reasoning behind that. Um, we'll see. Yeah, no, I'm curious to see where they go with this too. I'm glad they added his talent. You, you know, we hear this cliche of underused talent so often, but dude, when you look at underused talent, Lucif is on was on, if not the top of the list, pretty, pretty fucking high up there, man. I mean, yep. he got himself over more than once in very on different his ways. Own. Dude. In very different ways, and uh, and, and uh, I don't know where I read it. He, he I don't was know in a lot of big Jer- spots with a lot of big guys too. I want to say it was Jericho's tweet or Jericho on Facebook on his Facebook that said something. I don't remember. I want to say it was Chris Jericho, but he he came out and said that WWE will regret uh, them losing. A talent like him, and uh, I, I would, I'm going to have to agree because I think I think he was so underutilized and so put in a box, and it's just there's so much more to him, and I think you're going to see that uh, uh, come out in in, 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 in in so many ways in AEW. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I mean, the guy could be heel, the guy could be a babyface. I'm leading towards this guy is going to be a baby face at AEW, but I could be wrong. Get, I'm getting that impression too. I'm getting the same vibe. Yep. And, and if that's the case, that that's good because, as AC said on more than one occasions, they need more baby faces. Yeah, I mean, I don't especially I of want, that size too. Yeah, that I size. Want, exactly. Yeah, I would. I I don't I don't say it to water it down. I just think no, some no, of the no, heels no, are struggling from not. I, I'm yeah. agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't saying to mock you. I, I was saying to agree with you. No, I mean, no, I know. I'm just clarifying. You know, and, and, and I think, and, and Edwards, you're exactly right. That size. Uh-huh. Now you got a guy who can go up against the Brody Lees, the Archers, mm-hmm. and now you're not, and you're doing two things. You're keeping the Brody Lees and Archers at, at the hey. same level, and you also have something for Morrow as well. They already so got the, that. You know guy. what I mean? His right, name is Orange Cassidy. Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> dude, that orange punch is dangerous, bro. Oof. <laughs> dude, Big time. I, I, dude, really I got want... a feeling that for the rest of the year we're gonna be annoyed by Orange Cassidy, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> it's not going away anytime soon, right? No, no. And I hope, I hope we see like a Roman Reigns tweet about this stupid orange punch, man. Well, you might get a Randy Orton one. Selling it right now. You might get a Randy Orton tweet. <laughs> right, you're like he's no selling it right now, but he's so fucking heel right now. Like just seeing a heel fucking tweet from Roman, and just it just it just would be fucking fantastic because, <laughs> dude, I I can't stand. I don't know what I can't stand more, of him doing that punch, or that it works, or him just personally. <laughs> Or that it actually works from a guy that weighs 130 pounds. I mean, I, I mean, like, like it's a toss-up at the moment, which yeah. which I despise the most. Uh, but all right, so after we get the Kip and Mara video, um, we go into uh, we go into Archer coming down to the ring, and um, um, Archer coming down the ring with Jake, and. Uh, 
Archer's throwing a guy in a ring and beating his ass. Again, he finds a small yeah. guy in the crowd, throws him, <laughs> throws him 20 feet in the air. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's funny, but you it's know. almost like I wish it was just somebody a little bigger so it looked cooler. Um, then we get uh, we get Jake on the mic and you know does his Jake isms and you know so good on the mic and I have a feeling. Ma- I, let me ask you. You're talking about Jake yeah. on the mic. I just want to ask you guys this because it popped in my head during his promo. Do you get the sense that? They're reining him in a little where he wants to be, like, super... I, I just get the sense he's being very careful about what he says all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's I almost... That it's, shit got him in some serious trouble. It's not as fluid <laughs> as he was earlier. And, right. you know, like, he, he's he's trying to be dark, but he's being very careful about it. I don't know. I got that sense. I, I just got that sense with him lately. Could be. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's getting, like, I've noticed it, too, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Like, he's not getting a whole lot of time. And for a guy like Jake that used to listen to the crowd and work off the crowd, and he would go like this for three minutes before he even rose his voice, right. you know, listening to the crowd, paying attention to what to do with the promo, I think he doesn't even have time to do that. Yeah. And I think Tony Khan probably found out, like, okay, how do we keep a chain on him without him knowing yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. put him out there, 30 seconds, hit the next guy's music. Yeah. You know, then he's got to <laughs> shut up. Right, right, right. And, and, well, he doesn't have much of a crowd to play off of, so that could be part True. of it. But it almost right, right. seems like they've reined him in a little. Yeah, I, I, agree. I, I got. I just got – he 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 went up to the line a few times, and since then <laughs> it's kind of like, eh, you know, maybe yep. scripted. You know, maybe not scripted, but maybe recorded one. So if he says anything really bad, we could dump it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> – <laughs> and he, he called out Taz very quickly. Um, yeah, you, yes. you, you kind of knew that's where he, where he was going to go with it. Um, I, I mean, I, it didn't surprise me they went with Taz and that his two guys were Lance's partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so we get Archer, Cage, and Starks. Moxley, you know, Moxley, you hear his music when it's announced that Archer and Cage and Starks are going to form a team. Um, the caveat is that if Archer were to win at the anniversary show, Cage gets first shot. So then you hear Moxley's music um, uh, pop. Uh, he's coming out from wherever he is out in the crowd. He seems to come and, out that uh, same door lately. That same door, yeah. right? Yeah. And he had a couple. He had a couple people waiting for him at that door. Uh, he had. Uh, he had Cage and the Rick waiting for him, and they beat down Moxley. Yes. And it was fantastic, and actually my five-year-old popped, too. Daddy, Daddy, look. And some security look, guy. The machine. The machine and Starks. The machine and Starks beating down Moxley. It's like so, Archer It's like Archer and Cage and the guy that like got picked last in volleyball in gym class. Ser- seriously. Why? Yeah. Why yeah, is that necessary? Though? Is that really necessary? <laughs> He's got a spot. He's got a nice spot right now. He does. You know, the, 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 the spotlight is on him. Oh, come on. You guys have been busting my balls shit. about this guy for three weeks. I, give him, I, get, I get one zinger in there. <laughs> Go back to watching Roman, man. All right? Go watch your Samoan. Samoan uh, sausage fest or something. So, so 
So now we have Moxley getting uh, getting beat down. See, you got me all all fucking torn, mixed up with what I was going to say. He's, he's, he's squeezing the handle on his chair strong, again. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so so now we got Moxley. At least I waited towards the end of the show to push your buttons. I mean, all right. And then we see Hobbs come in with a chair. I popped. I did too. And and the newly signed Hobbs to a full time contract. It was announced today. Well deserving. Uh, uh, well deserving. And I and they found a gem. And those are the stories I love rooting for. Guys come out of nowhere and and, and, and they get an opportunity like this. So I want to look into this with him. But I'm getting the sense, because they said he's from Cali. I'm wondering if Cage put them on him. Because, you know, you know, he's kind of came around when Cage started coming around. Yeah. He's from California. Maybe they travel together. And yeah. he's a big jack dude that you could easily see working out with Cage at some fucking gym in Venice or some shit. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. I, I wonder. I, I don't know it to be fact. I want to look into it. But it wouldn't shock me if Cage kind of put them on him. Which also... If you remember, they went out together in the, uh, or didn't he eliminate Cage or did they go out together? It was one of the two. He eliminated the, Cage. Right. So you would think that him and Cage having a singles match coming out of this three-way would make a lot of sense. And yep. it seems like that if you bring a guy in, that's the kind of guy you put over with a singles match. I'm not saying he's going to beat Cage, but. So that that would make a lot of sense to me. No, but I think and then I mean, is... Darby was the obvious choice. Darby was they, Darby's they just did it in a different way without Darby coming out. Moxley saying, right. "I need you." I like, I like, but I like that Mox looks in the camera and says, "Darby, get to Jacksonville next week." I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so, so now we have a six-man tag that that segues into them uh, talking about next week's card. Um, so we have, um, so next week we have Archer, Cajun Starks versus Moxley and Hobbs. Darby Allen, uh, we have Orange and uh, versus Brody Lee for the TNT title, and we have Sheeta and Thunder Rosa versus Ivelisse and Diamante, and then Jericho will be there as well. Now, uh, this was this promo was right before the main event, and and past conversations the three of us had of we've had you know uh, one of the things AC you've mentioned is you didn't like to see a, a program with the heavyweight champion in, in that beginning stages of the card what do you think about this one this time around did you notice where it was was right before the main event good spot finally towards the end of the card or you just didn't really I actually checked the clock when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, they're closing with it." Totally forgot that they had the last match. The right, the right. Yeah, I mean, given what the last match was, I don't, I don't necessarily have a big issue with it. It was, I mean, it was a promo. Um, It was, yeah. I I think they made it a big deal tonight. Um, I'm guessing it'll be your main event next week. Um, Now, now if they open a fucking show with it, I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck, guys?" But Right. Um, no, I, 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 I get would, the feeling. I, I would be too. I get the feeling they're going to close the show with it, and I, I get the feeling that they're going to make this a big deal going forward. So, um, 
yeah, let's see it happen. I mean, they, they did something different to close the show tonight, and they kind of put a bow on something. So I, I don't necessarily have a big problem with it. Because I think promo-wise, you've got the world champion involved. If it's not a match, I, th- I mean that, like this, that that could have closed the show and you would have been fine. But right, with, you know, once we get into the last match, I think it it, it it did make sense for tonight. Yeah, I thought so too. Well, you Everett's Will Hobbs, Palo Alto, California. Mm. <laughs> I knew I heard that, so it wouldn't shock me if he's yeah he's got something something going with Cage there. Yeah, yep, he works California promotions, so. Good call there. It's probably Cage. Um, so yeah, I thought they should have closed with this with this spot. <laughs> it's funny you brought this up because even after seeing it, the uh, the main event, the street fight, I thought to myself they still could have ended the street fight and ran the angle because I thought starting with Jake, calm, cool, collected on his promo. Yeah. And then Taz comes out, it built it up a little bit. It did. And then Moxley comes out, it builds yeah. it up a little bit. He and gets then, jumped and right away. dressed up and they beat him down. Yeah, right. Will Hobbs yeah. with that chair, he's yeah. banging it on the, yeah, the chairs. Dude. Moxley was in full effect, and, and then he called out Darby, who was at home, get your ass here next week. If they would have just cut right there, and that was the show over, you'd have been hooked for next week. Yeah. So I think by going into another match even though it was the street fight from hell, uh, I think they did themselves a disservice. Because I think the hook right there was Moxley looking in the camera saying, Darby, get your ass here next week. Yeah. Just my take. But. Yeah, no, no. I, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just with our conversation we had last week and, you know, the emphasis that you want to put on that, that the heavyweight title, towards the end of the card, I think they finally did that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I kind of, you know, after seeing it, i like, all right, you know, this is good because it did, you felt there was some importance to it. You know, you had Taz pandering for a title shot if Archer wins. Do you know what I mean? It's just shit they haven't done before that you saw a lot in this promo tonight, especially like a six-man tag match like this. Involving the heavyweight champion. We really didn't see shit like this. I mean, granted, you know, Jericho had his inner circle and all that stuff. But I'm talking about like a mix, you know, for lack of a better word, a mix six-man tag match, you know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? They they really haven't done stuff like this. So I, was just, I, was, I thought it was good to see it towards the end because it, it brought some importance you felt a little importance to the title. That's, that, you know, kind of my take. It was it was a great way to do play a player. You know, Teddy Long would come out and hey, play old up players. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this was the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and and it just and it's just I I like the fact that they're bringing up a guy. You know, they're, they're getting a guy involved, involved, uh, up and comer, yeah. like Hobbs. You know. You bring it into Darby, Darby Allen, and, and Stark's uh, um, you know, program involved in that too. So it's like you're killing, you know, three birds with one stone type of deal because they all have programs with one another. They all have, they all have a there's something um, there's history there. There's something that they're 
you know, they're, they're, like Cage is mad at Hobbs for Hobbs throwing him out. So there's something there. And Darby yeah. and Starks don't like each other. And Archer wants the belt and Moxley. So you all have something there. It's just not, it's not just you, you're, you're throwing names in a hat and see what comes out type deal. You oh, know by, I mean? by the way, by the way, the, the deal that was made, we didn't discuss the deal between Taz and Jake. I brought it up in passing, but yeah, it's just. Yeah, we didn't Archer spend wins, time on it. Yeah, if Archer wins at the anniversary show, you know, Cage gets that first title shot. Okay, so here's my here's where I am with that. I love that they're doing something. They're giving them a reason to be working together, right? Yes. But do you guys see it as a spoiler to where they're not going to want Archer versus Cage? So is that a spoiler that Moxley wins? See, I you, always I, – I, I tend to think like that too. You know, <laughs> do you guys see it that way? I, I kind of do. I do for the simple fact – well, I see it that way because I, I, I want the way that I had it all planned out come to fruition, to be honest with you. To, you know, to get together. Exactly. Right. So that's kind of why I, I'm trying to see it that way. Um, I mean, well, there's two ways you could get out of it. That, you know, Archer wins one of or loses one of the two. So, you, you know what I mean? Like, right, he would have – or well, actually, it's not, it's the stipulation is if he wins the title only, he has yeah. to fight Cage. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know why you need to go there. I, I guess they're trying to explain why Taz would tag team. With well, Archer, I mean, I would have just used the common enemy. The enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah. type of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know that you needed to do kind of a weird stipulation like that. But I almost get well, the I sense think... that they're getting ready to move on from Jake being with Archer. They're handing him the mic more. Um, you know, maybe a baby turn for Archer down the road. Maybe maybe you're, maybe we're headed for Cajun Archer anyway. I think that's what with you, or without that's, a title. I was going to say that. That's. Yeah. I think this is what this is setting up for a Cage and Archer program, and at least it gives Archer and Cage something to do once Moxley's out of the picture. Because you know, even even uh, Archer had the mic in his hand tonight. You know, they're cutting the Jake promo shorter, and Archer's talking more. Uh, I, I got to believe there's a reason for that. I I agree because. You didn't get a whole lot of that in the beginning. No, you didn't. He didn't say anything, really. Everybody you know, dies. It, yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Everybody dies. I, I think, I mean, I think he could get over either way. Um, so, it's not cra- It's not a crazy idea. I, I don't know why, again, like, I don't know why you have to put the stipulation. Well, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it's something. It just adds another layer to their. It does, but it might be again just soon to be bitter rivalry. Overthinking it, uh, there's plenty. There's plenty of ways through this process they could. I mean, they've already teased Cage and Archer anyway. Uh, there's plenty of ways they could get there. Yeah. Um, you know, and and again, like to me, the easy sell on why are they teaming up? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those classic movie stories. You know. That's what I'm worried about. They overcomplicated it for no reason, and yeah, they also I, spoiled it in yeah. a way. Right. Like, I hate when they put those stipulations on there because they, they did this with Cody with the title match, and now we're 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 trying to stick with it. Yeah, but then as the one, we do. He then was the one, lose that one. Right. The that ones they 
The ones yeah. they, they want you to, like, forget about, they conveniently disremember, you know what I mean? Or right, disremember. right, yep. right. So, it, yeah. Yep. Right. So, gentlemen, I'm going to need your help with this one because this last match, I had my hands full with two toddlers. Right. Um, we had Ortiz and Santana versus the best friends in a parking lot match. AC. I'll allow you to take over, please. Yeah, all right. So, you know, I, 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 I sent you guys a text, and I was I was half kidding. It wasn't totally the same, but NXT recently did something similar. Yes. Where they kind of had a parking lot match and had all the cars around with the lights. Oh, seriously? It. But they had a ring. The difference was they had a ring. They had okay. a ring out but there. But it's still very, you know what I mean? It's That's mm-hmm. where when I texted the Cold Dream match. So Adam Cole yeah. versus um, Velveteen Dream, at w- it was one of the takeovers, right? When it was like no fans yep. at all, um, or yep. you know, total total lockdown. At, you know when they were doing them from the performance center, and they did do a parking lot. Same thing with the cars and whatever. And they had and they had some of the talent there cheering, so it was kind of very similar. Uh, um, so I get it. That's I, a bummer. I gotta take I gotta take some points away for that one, um, and I'm gonna take some points away for something else where. Uh, two weeks removed, less than two weeks removed from uh, a rough situation with Hardy and Concrete. And they mm. mentioned Concrete, and we saw a lot of Concrete and a lot of dangerous spots in this match. Um, Stiff spots, man. This is, this is another thing that I've noticed with AEW, where if they get ruthlessly knocked about something, they get this arrogance like they're going to show you. I, I, I kind of feel like like they did with Orange and Jericho. Um, yep. and, and I kind of feel like this was another one of those things where, all right, we have the perfect opportunity for a street fight. They say we shouldn't be doing this crazy shit, but we're going to show you we can do it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I would question as to why. Um, I, I get the idea, Santana Ortiz, street guys, the whole thing. We've, they've had this long kind of played out feud with, best friends um you know it's kind of been personal this is kind of a personal way to end it um i didn't hate the match i thought it was i thought it was overly there was too many cringeworthy spots you know i saw i saw a couple trent Trent going through the windshield eh. you know a couple times with the wood and it didn't break you know when it was really long and it was breaking it was like all right but then as it got shorter uh, I mean, there was a lot of blood on the ground. Um, I, it, listen, yeah, I, I think like, everybody was cut. I like blood, and I, but I think they, I think they even got cut in ways that weren't expected. Like when yes. Trent put um, Ortiz through the door, a, a yes. piece of the door like stuck in his arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know There's what I mean? A lot of blood on that concrete. I don't know if you well, guys it was, noticed it. It was that was from Trent's back after he went through the windshield. Okay, the majority okay. of that. Um, most of the guys were bleeding from their heads, but if you looked at Trent was bleeding from his, his, like in between like his, um, the pit of his shoulder, you know, in his arm there, uh, that's where the wood kind of got, or the powerful board from that door got stuck. And then he, he was pissing blood out of his back after he went through the windshield. So I I think that's where a lot of that came from because that's where he was laying. And then when he got hit on the back with the wood pieces, he rolled over. So th- that's where a lot of that blood came from. Um, gotcha. I thought the finish was... It was a little much, man. Like, 
I, I don't know if we had to go there. A little dangerous for me. Uh, yeah, I but did they got see the finish. finish. That, that cringe, that was cringeworthy, man. I, I'll, I'll say, I, I really, there was one thing, though. Even through all the cringeworthy stuff, it uh, was a badass match. I give all, I give those guys credit. Um, hopefully, they're, hopefully, they're all good. You know, you know, maybe a couple Band-Aids and stuff, and they'll be all right. Um, dude, I'll, I got to give Santana credit, too. His punches in that match. Punch, the punches on dude, that. They dude. were awesome. <laughs> Especially he looked good, man. He really yeah, he, did. Santana did the right saw. Santana did look good. Santana looked really good. Uh, and I, I think another way, another reason I'm going to take points away, could, could we have left Orange Cassidy out of it? I know he's boys with best yes. friends. And, and I, I don't have a problem with best friends winning. This was a I'm gonna long shock you guys. feud. I... I I, I best friends have to win. I knew they were gonna baby it. I just oh man, why did Orange Cassidy have to be involved? Go ahead. Alright, so here's here's my oh, did you mention the face paint on Santana and Ortiz? Loved it. Oh, I, I did it. it. I thought it was okay. pretty, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was like, loved it. the face paint. Loved yeah. it. Yep. Um So yeah, if they do that for their bigger matches, that that'd be kinda cool to see. Uh but anyway, Orange. Okay. I want to say this the right, the right way, so you guys don't think I'm losing my mind. But I kind of I kind of think I know where you're going to go with it. If okay, if they never did the mimosa and had him go over Jericho, I think that's the perfect way to use him when you least expect it. Helping the best friends like he should. There he is magically in the freaking trunk. He comes out, hits the you know, helps his boys. Right, right. I like the orange punch better with the chain around his hand too. Yes, that helped it sell. That's where I was going too. I, I just it almost sell it. I a hundred percent agree where you're saying, but I almost feel like this is they're they're making it very known that Orange is like one of their guys now, and he's going to be in your face all the time. And that I I kind of took that, and that maybe I'm wrong about that, but I took it that way. But I just thought it would have been cool to just have best friends win. Like you went after my mom, dude. You went after a car, like. We kicked your ass because of that, you know? We took our lumps and we kicked your ass because of that. I, like, I thought that was enough for Trent. And, like, I thought they, they showed they could win that match. My point being is I don't feel like they needed Orange Cassidy to win the match. Right. Yeah, okay. I see your point. Especially in a feud like this. Like, this uh, is the... It's, it's still, again, it's This is the, the finale. You know what I mean? Like... I would hope so. <laughs> but I'll say this. I'll say this, guys. I, uh, I wouldn't not do more of it. With, I, I, I don't. I, I kind of agree with what you said, though. You may be doing more of it with Santana and Ortiz because there are in, in different ways. They did a good job with it. It just. I think it's just so close to the Hardy thing. I think that's real. Like, uh, e, ooh, ah, you know what I mean? Well, here, yeah, that that's what I want to bring up because you're right. There were a lot of cringy spots. All the spots were cringy. Uh so since all four of them bled anyway and nearly beat each other to death because it seemed like they were they were all blown up and for good reason they all worked their asses off but would it be any different if they put a cage around the ring let the four of them go to town on each other like the old days and just have them blade instead because they all bled anyway like wouldn't you get the same result and you don't have to get through dude I, I the the, uh, the windshield spot with Trent yeah it was Dude, when he hit, now he took it on his shoulders, he did, but I thought, dude, his head is an inch away from the glass. Why are you doing this now, two yeah. weeks after the Matt Hardy thing? Yeah. I I, I, I mean, that, that, that's geez, one things. slip, dude, and his head goes in first. Right, and that, I agree, dude, that's what I was thinking. 
like they did a good job with it. You didn't get anything too bad, but the the risk was there in a lot of these moves. And mm-hmm. dude, I tend to agree with you. Coming off the Hardy thing, put a cage around the ring and put all the weapons in there. Put each other yes. through doors and wood and tables and kendo sticks and have blood and kick the shit out of each other. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Uh, I think you do get the same effect. Plus, I mean, I got to be honest. WWE just did it with the cars. You know? It, they just did it. It, it was. It, it's not like it was two years ago. It was a couple months ago. Yeah, see, I, I have no idea. And yeah, it was I, a takeover from a couple months ago. Edwards. Yeah, that's not that's not good. Because now you're now you're stealing ideas. That That's not good. I didn't know that. It was like right before they got into the... Right before the Cole, uh, Keith Lee stuff, it, it was like the yes. It, it's how the uh, him versus Dream kind of ended. Yep. So it was a it was a long feud like this one too. Uh, I don't. I didn't watch the whole feud. I just watched the takeover. No, I mean there was a few, it was just a, just a feud. Val Valentine wanted to be the heavyweight champion and had a nice, nice typical NXT program. There's was cultivated. cinematic. There's was yeah. cinematic too. So yeah, there's okay. was cinematic. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pat myself on the back for something here, guys, because weeks ago, go back check in the archives. I said this feud ends with Trent's mom. Yeah, you did. did. You did. And sure Look enough, you were right there about it was. that. <laughs> now I I got it. You were I right about pop. that. I did pop when she stuck her finger out the window. I did <laughs> too. <laughs> I did too. My three year old went upstairs to tell. Tell his mother that this old lady on TV was <laughs> the middle finger. He showed her his finger. Oh, no wonder why. You, wonder why you, yeah, you're probably just going to hear about more about that later. <laughs> no wonder you were busy. Uh, those two had me preoccupied tonight. Oh my god! This is like I, I got to bring this up. We uh, we just did the entire show in an hour and forty five. Let me tell you something. I'm wow. glad you brought up, up. I'm glad you brought this up because you don't know the dancing I'm doing in my head right now. That at about 15 minutes got, from now, I'm going to be upstairs going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So before before we wrap up, though, I want to ask you guys a question that's not wrestling related. We won't spend a lot oh. of time on it. I just want to. We can't spend a lot of time on it because I know Edwards hasn't finished it yet. White House, have you done any of the uh, Cobra Kai yet? Um, it was it's a YouTube it was a YouTube TV original. Yeah, and I went yeah. season one because I have YouTube TV. I went yeah. through a little bit of season one. I didn't really get into season two too much. Wasn't a huge fan of it. Really? I know a lot of people were. I but, loved it. Uh, it. It's not it's not that bad. I was just in so much other. I was drenched in so many other things that I didn't. Yeah. But I may have. I may have to now. That NXT bought it, bought it from YouTube. See, I, you know, you know what I gotta say. I I love it, but I think I love the last five episodes of season one and season two a lot more than I like the way it started, uh, personally. But it wasn't bad. I just like it so much better. I know, Edward, you're what, about halfway through season two. Yeah, I think five, I have six episodes, four episodes right? left. Yeah, it sounds, like that, yeah, sounds about right. So I don't, I don't want to get into spoilers. I don't want to get into like. Uh, super specifics. I was just wondering because I know Edwards is digging it, and I fucking I binge watched. I, I had already seen season one on. I did a free trial of YouTube TV to watch season one, 
but I never got to yeah. season two. So then when it went on Netflix, I was like, oh, let me watch season two. And now I'm itching, itching for season three because season two, season two was so good. So, you know, maybe that, you know, down the road here, if we if we kind of do like a uh, a non-wrestling show, we could we could get into things like that down the road. Absolutely. I'll have to rewatch well, we're not, it. Well, yeah, we, we, have a, we have a surprise for the audience, Edwards and I. And White House doesn't even know yet, but we will uh, we'll fill you. We don't want to. We won't keep you up tonight, White House. We will. Uh, no. We'll talk, we'll... we'll talk to you more about it on Saturday. But uh, okay. there's some big things in the works behind the scenes. Big things. Uh-huh. Okay. Huge. Okay. Like hey, might, yes. Yeah. Um, it involves fire, a hawk, <laughs> a man, and Mars. And the stars above. My okay. Man. <laughs> is this a good thing I take it? Yes. Oh, it is a great thing. Okay. Yeah. It is a great thing. Okay. I'm excited. So it's here's here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say about while. Cobra Kai. Yes. No spoilers. I will say it this way. Okay. The opening of the show. Any Karate Kid fan of the movies. It goes back to the original story of Johnny and Daniel. Yeah, the show opens with Johnny and Daniel. This is how you reboot yeah. a, a a brand. This is how you reboot a show. This is how you reboot a movie. Because now we're halfway into sec. I'm halfway into the second season. There are other things going on in the story, but it still revolves around Johnny and Daniel. Yep. If you compare this to anything that Hollywood has rebooted, Star Wars, for example. Oh, there's a new girl. Who is she? We don't know. When are we going to know? I don't know. Where's Luke? I don't know. They did it backwards. They always do it backwards. Yeah. Cobra Kai yep. is doing it. They're the template of how you reboot shit. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It's perfectly done. For any Karate Kid fan, get on it. Get I'm going to jump it's on amazing. that. I'm going to jump on that too. Perfectly placed flashbacks. <clears throat> yes. And they went with... At certain times, the old school soundtrack, and then the yes. new school soundtrack. And oh. I, I thought it was tremendous. Oh. And right, they, can I just say one thing? Can oh, I just say one so thing? good. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the motorcycles, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when the OG Cobra guy yeah. gets back yep. together for that it's episode. so cool. They're so, playing the same song as uh, them yep. on the bike. Oh, my yep. God. I totally marked out, dude. <laughs> or, the, or the part... There's a scene where certain people are running through the mall and it had the same music like they were running through the Halloween party. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. 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 Yep. Yeah. And they they have just the right amount of nostalgia. Yep. It's I not knew you a would redo. get that one because I knew you got that far. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Tremendous. Tremendous. And the writing on it is tremendous. Yeah. It's so good. So if you guys out there, watch it. White House, watch it. Uh... I don't know. Maybe maybe when season three comes out, we'll do more with it. Um, but that's going to wrap tonight. AEW Dynamite, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network. I'm Daddy Cool AC. He's Mr. White House. He's Mr. Edwards. We'll see you guys over the weekend for Cool Truth Wrestling News, the fourth edition. Be on the lookout for it. And please like, listen, download to the third edition, which was very good. And we'll talk to you guys soon. White House. Nighty night. Yay! Good night, everybody. Nighty night. Watch Cobra Kai.